laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Spread Podcast. Today is September 28th. This is Jordan, a.k.a. JL, the Masters, alongside my brother and co-host, Marcus, the Masters. Marcus, how we feeling, bruh? You know what? Feeling pretty good. Last week wasn't the best week of betting I had, but you know what defines a winner? is rebounding and just moving on and that's what i'm gonna do this week last week's behind me had some bad beats ready to clean it the fuck up this week so let's go absolutely rule one of betting is well not maybe rule one but one of the rules is going to be if you take a loss you have to remain disciplined and that we will do no one's perfect we had a slightly worse week than what we're used to. Actually, I I might have actually I might actually say that it was probably our worst ever recorded. It was it was our worst week recorded ever, which is funny because I've had weeks where I've lost more money on weeks we've had like recorded better. Last week actually I didn't really bet poorly, but my picks on this podcast sucked ass. Um it was just kind of caught some bad breaks, ran into some shitty things, but we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah, I mean, you're you're not the only one. I think uh, a lot of the gambling, sports gambling, football gambling community um, is singing a, a similar tune. It was a overall, from what I'm uh, understanding, a very volatile week in terms of predicting games. Well, and uh, yeah, we're not alone on this one. But and it's and it's funny you say that. I was listening to the local like St. Louis ESPN radio, and there was a guy on there who, but now that sports gambling's like. That in the now, they have this hour segment where they talk about picks, and this guy who, I don't know where he's from, but they bring him in and talk, and he's basically said, like, in this history of picking games, like his experience, the beginning of this season for, for NFL and college has been the most, like, all over the board he's ever seen. Like, he just says it's been really, really difficult for people to, to pick just because games are all over the place. Yeah, I, I could agree. I mean, I... I mean, honestly, I've had my best start in terms of profit of any season so far, but I've also been working a little bit harder and like watching a lot of football. But um, last week, I think, was definitely even um, some really sharp guys I, I kind of follow around were mentioning just how brutal this week was. I mean, when you have what's supposed to be one of the best teams in the league, or so we thought, as a 17-point favorite, um, get upset by a team who we thought was dead in the water. We're talking about the Minnesota Vikings losing to the Buffalo Bills. That is the type of stuff we're talking about. No one saw yeah, that coming. And even, and even how the Bears came out and started their game. That was like, when I was sitting watching that, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it was just mind-blowing to me. Like, Arizona's defense looked good, but then they got tired and the Bears won, but it was just a shitty game all around. I don't know. It was It was a goofy week. Yeah, there's. I, I would agree. It was like a a decent amount of sloppy football. Um, my my actually my biggest wager of the the football week was actually the Monday night game. I don't know why I didn't include this pick here, but I I was on the Steelers in that game. 
I was just shocked at how sloppy the game was. There was a huge thunderstorm though that passed through right like right before apparently, and I think that kind of uh, you know. Oh, dude, guys! Guys were sliding like five yards after they got hit. It was nuts. Definitely, very slippery. Definitely doesn't help, uh, you know, when it comes to predicting things. But luckily, things went my way on that one. Um, we do want to not only complain <laughs> about the week, but um, just do a few recaps. We did have some wins in there, so hopefully, if you were placing your money um, with us, you did it. Not in the potholes. We also, you know, just one game we had several takes on um, that was a, a really, really, really bad beat. And Marcus, I know you're. I was hard. You're, I was hard, bro. You're still getting over it. It's hilarious because we actually had two different takes on this game that would be good areas to bet. This is the yeah. this is the so- Wisconsin Iowa game. And we, Marcus, you did say you liked Wisconsin to cover, which they I liked did. Wisconsin a lot to to cover. And if I believe so, I thought they'd. I thought I think I'm pretty sure they'd score like 27 points. Um, I think that's exactly what I said. But so they covered, and they get an interception with 35 seconds left in the game. Just run the fucking clock out. Like, what are you doing? They ran like an inside handoff trap to the weak side of the, like to the weak side of the defense and took it to the house. Like, are you, that was bullshit. Like just run the clock out. And then you had the, the second half over, I believe you had. And that crushed even before the fluky touchdown at the end. So literally if, if Wisconsin isn't a bunch of douchebags and scores at the end there, we had three picks completely flushed out in that game. But the one play that screwed us jacks up that the pick we actually picked on here. So that game was the stinker of the week. I was so pissed off. Well, I, I think it's just a product. I mean, you actually said it. it's going to be a slobber knocker of a game. And it was. The defenses got really tired. And whenever everyone's really tired, the guard comes down, you score on a backside trap play from, you know, whatever it was, 35 yards out, and you lose your cover. But, um, you know, I, I, it's hilarious that the one take we had of that game is the one we decided to, to actually use as a pick. So, yeah, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Um, one pick that I think you need to take some serious props for that you were all over was uh, our our men in uniform, Army, against the big and bad Oklahoma. That um, game went into fucking overtime, bro. Yeah, I could not believe. So, and like what? the big take, the big take off of that, and I, and I don't know if I necessarily buy into this take, but this is a very like popular take of all sports guys across the country. Is is Oklahoma? That's scary. Like, if they can allow Army to do that to them, are they really that good? Well, honestly, oh. I th- I think I I honestly believe that when they're playing a fundamentally well uh, sound and well coached team, they will run into problems because they're just used to out athleting people, um, and that's what they're going to do to mostly everyone. I mean, Army they run the triple option. That is the that is a, a test, a team's test, uh, at least on defense, to see how disciplined how, they are. How do they yep. how do they pay attention to their assignments, and yep. is and are they strong up front? So, army, I I got a hats off to army. Like I thought, I thought this was going to be a backdoor cover. Like they would that like 
Oklahoma was going to beat them so bad, they would just have to rest their guys and Army would, you know, try to make it respectable. But they played neck and neck with one of the best programs, played some big boy football, as I like to call it, and gave Oklahoma fans quite the scare. They were terrified in the stadium watching that game. Yeah, and what I think, like, that's just, it was just so shocking to me. Army had, they had a chance to win. And if they would have won, I, I just can't imagine what that would have done for Oklahoma. But what does it do? For- what does it do for the the top ten? I mean, it completely changes the order. It changes the playoff picture. Um, well, here's what scares me. I guess like not really scares me because if I think if West Virginia runs the table and beat Oklahoma, they'll go to the playoff. But let's say like Oklahoma drops a game and then wins the Big Twelve. Do they go to a, they they probably don't get in. I mean, do they take an account for a close win against Army? Like, I don't know if they go that in depth. Or they just go, oh, a win's a win. Well, and they're no, not going to put think, too much focus onto I it. I think whenever you have a like a top five team, typically, I think the the philosophy is unless it's a loss, they don't really mind it. Yeah, if you're yeah, if you if, if you have an eleven zero next to your name and not a ten and one, and that one loss is to a non ranked opponent, like that's a different story. So yeah, I think you know that's happened to a few teams with the playoff. But you drop that one game. I think uh, it was actually I forgot who it was Iowa beat last year that totally ruined um, one team's chances to get in. It was their one loss against an unranked Iowa. I have to go back, but yeah, I just I think Oklahoma just squeaked by with one. Army won me a little coin, so I'm happy with. Well, and honestly, like as a as a non Oklahoma fan, you know, West Virginia fan, the Big Twelve, for me, it was a it was almost a breath of fresh air. Like, oh, thank God! Like, Oklahoma's not that juggernaut in the Big Twelve. At least that's what I think. Um, that may be some false hope, but at the first couple of games, Oklahoma looked like they were just going to almost steamroll their way through the Big Twelve. I don't quite think so anymore. I think I think there's a few teams. And the Big 12, two of them playing uh, against each other this weekend that can beat Oklahoma. Yeah, I I, I agree. I think Oklahoma is definitely beatable uh, compared when I watched them week one. I was terrified, but they you know they've lost their their starting running back. I think that uh, the play calling has been very protective of Kyler Murray, and if that defensive coordinator can figure out the areas they're protecting him, which they are, they're very protective of him over the middle of the field. If I was a defensive coordinator um, against, against Kyler Murray, I would play, I actually would play a three, three, five, take as many people out of the middle of the field as you can and get defensive backs out there and make Kyler Murray, um, you know, either the second, the second string running back, or, you know, if, if Kyler Murray is going to work the middle of the field, which I just don't think he can, you know, that's, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I think, and like you watch Kyler Murray, like he can make throws. It's, it's kind of weird, but if he's, if he has all the time in the world, he can make throws like any college quarterback should. Um, the times you see Kyler Murray struggle, and I think I didn't see, I only saw like little highlights of the Army game, but from what I saw, this is what they did. Uh, they were rather, like dropping guys in coverage. They were like very strategic with how they were blitzing, but someone was always with Kyler Murray and they made open field tackles on him. Like if you can make tackles on Kyler Murray in space and put pressure on him and just not let him sit back there and pick you apart and run around all day long, he's going to struggle just because 
he's not very big. He can't see over pressure, and you just got to make tackles against him. But enough about Oklahoma. We'll we'll see how they play out the rest of the year. I don't want to overreact too much off one game. Yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, they're obviously talented, but I think uh, just a, a sound sound disciplined football team is is what's going to ultimately lead to them not going the distance. Um, another pick I would like to recap somewhat, even though it's another loss. God, we sound like fucking Debbie Downers tonight, but we'll uh, pick it up. Yeah, we'll, we'll pick it this up. This is this is this is us getting past it. We're just got to get it off our chest. Hey. Yeah, I agree. And we're moving on. There's a saying. A lot of people say, oh, gamblers, you only hear about their wins. You never hear about what they're losing. Well, guess what? We're transparent. We're going to give you. I fucking, I learn from my losses. Yes. Whoever it... says, like, I want to talk it out so I can learn, so I can be 100% week five. That's what I want. Scholar. Scholarly. Yes. Do you think Tom Brady doesn't watch film and games he loses? Give me a fucking break. Right. Yeah. What, what, Let's go on. What planet do you live on? <laughs> Anyways, Oakland versus Miami. We were both really, 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 really high on Oakland plus three here um, on the road. Um, my take on this originally was Oakland was going to control the ball. They were going to control the field position differential. They were going to put themselves in a, a better position than a lot of the other teams who have you know, fell victim to Miami. That, for the most part, was the case here. And what we saw was an Oakland team who is out of shape. They have a coach who is making poor play calls on both sides of the ball. I don't know who's calling all the plays, but let me break it down this way. Oklahoma, not Oklahoma. Too much of Oklahoma talk got me there. Oakland's time (laughs) of possession, 38 and a half minutes versus Miami's 21 and a half. So we're talking we're talking almost 80% more time of possession for a team that couldn't even cover a 3 point spread in their favor. So that that tells me a couple things. That tells me exactly what I said earlier. This team is ex- incredibly not physically ready to play four quarters, which it showed as they crumbled in the defensive secondary in the second half. It also shows me that there is a severe lack of good play calling and putting your players in a good position as yep. the game goes by. I'll say this though, John Gruden's good at rocking a gold chain on the sideline. That's probably the only good thing he's done with his Oakland team so far. He's got a pretty dope gold chain. Do you see did you see the outfit? He had that like gray Oakland like kind of like a uh, polo but without a collar. Like button down to the bottom and just this fat ass gold chain he was wearing, but they just, oh Oakland looked so shitty on offense, just not efficient at all. It was that game was so frustrating too. I that I, I tried to give Oakland a chance. I tried to give them a chance, but I I just can't bet on Oakland anymore until they prove me otherwise. I just can't do it because I'm t- I'm totally with you and we and we talked about this after it happened. I just think it's a lack of play calling. It's just poor play calling and not knowing when to take shots, not knowing when to attack defenses. That was a winnable game for Oakland, and they just completely shit it away. Yeah, it was. I mean the 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 pass that uh, uh, Miami took the lead with was just a straight kick in the balls. the The defense yep. was out of, completely out of position, had their heads in the backfield. They're just tired. They're they're you know 
when when NFL players get tired, they don't you don't necessarily see it physically, but you see it in terms of what is yeah, the, what is the, what is the easiest thing for me to do right now? Oh, the easiest thing for me to do is just look in the backfield and hope it's a run play, so I don't have to you know run forty yards downfield to defend this wide receiver. And you, and you know what good you know what good play callers do, especially at the NFL level, they look for that and they see you getting lazy. Then they fucking go over the top and they score. That's what good play callers do. Right. And that's, so that's whatever. What Let's get to a positive note. You had two good picks other than your army pick so i gotta tip my cap again to you first off georgia mizzou over 61 and a half great job that crushed um yes. and mizzou didn't even look that good i thought they were gonna score more it was yeah. kind of scary at the beginning with like the turnovers and shit that happened early i was a little nervous but then it, 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 it water found its found its level there yeah i was surprised um, I don't know. Drew Locke is still apparently like this big uh, Heisman, you know, top no. NFL prospect. I don't see it. Just don't see it. I don't see it. Don't see it at all. I can see. I could see him playing in the NFL. Um, I don't think he's anywhere close in the Heisman run anymore. Because like Heisman quarterbacks have to have their like, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Their like the game that defines them. Sorry, I'm drawing a huge a masterpiece. Yeah, just like their game, like their career-defining moment. Um, I really think uh, Georgia coming on the road or coming to Mizzou at number two in the country, one of the biggest games Mizzou's had probably since the Blaine Gabbert and Chase Daniel days. Uh, and he kind of laid an egg. I mean, he looked like Drew Locke can throw, so I'm not going to say he didn't have any nice balls. But I mean, this uh, he is, really didn't. He didn't. He didn't really make much of a difference in the football game. He's the. He's the. And, that, and that's and that's what Heisman Trophy winners do. They make. They make a noticeable difference in every single game they play in. Yeah, they're in control. And and Drew Locke, I hate to say it, but he's the perfect example of why there we've seen such terrible quarterback play in the last not this year has actually been uh an uptick in terms of quarterback efficiency and, and completion percentage. This has been a year where we've seen an upturn in that, which is awesome. You're you know, the NFL has gotten much more exciting to watch. But the reason we saw an almost unwatchable three years of offense in the NFL is because we were recruiting the the Blaine Gabberts. Oh man, he's six five. Oh man, he's got a wingspan of six ten and he weighs two hundred and forty yeah. pounds and he can run a four six forty. But you put him in pads and you put him in a game against a good team and he shits his pants. So yep. Yep. and that's what I see with Drew Locke. I know they love all the you know the measurables and this and that, but I did not see a winner on the field no. with Drew Locke. Do not see it with him at all. Me neither. Yeah, so that was I like that was a good pick. That was all over. And then the other one that you snuffed out very, very well is the Dallas uh, and Seahawks under forty one and a half. That one was uh, looks pretty good the whole way. So that was Although, that was a pretty that was a sit back and relax under. Dude, there was a couple. Scary there was moments, a but. yeah. There was a couple that got very hairy. Uh, I think a fumble like in the red zone once or something like it got it got hairy. Um, got lucky, but there. Uh, but hey, there's there's a there's a group of guys I'd like to bring in here, have a chat with them, if that's cool for a second. Who's that? I'm gonna bring in the Horn Frogs of TCU. I'm gonna have to talk to them really quick. Um, this is, has to be done. Oh, here they are. They're walking in right now. Oh, come on! No, everyone, everyone, come in. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, but we were undefeated in lock of the week. That means we haven't lost. And we picked you guys for Lock of the Week against the Longhorns, who I thought weren't for real. 
But it's obvious you guys can't play two big opponents two weeks in a row because you're soft. Texas soft. beat the shit out of you, just like Ohio State beat the shit out of you. Pow! You're not legit. You're not legit. Vince, tell him. You're fired. Fuck off, Horn Frogs. Get the hell out of my office. All right. <clears throat> yeah. I'm good. The Horn Frog nachos at their stadium <laughs> gave me diarrhea. <laughs> Dude, don't even bring up the Horn Frog nachos. Don't when eat we the Horn Frog nachos. Game, it literally made our big sister like sick, like very sick. We just had to go if to the hospital. You go to a game in Fort Worth. Do not get the Horn Frog nachos. Don't get them. Yeah, it was like pork. Yeah, we were just like drunk and just were hungry. Like Horn Frog nachos. Like what? I, it- I think I had a broken thumb too. No, that was at that was Oklahoma when we State. Oklahoma State. Yeah, you were right. running fucking. Like I was running 30, corner, 30 yard in like corner post routes. <laughs> and our brother-in-law who played college quarterback was throwing fucking bullets to you. And you just were sweating bullets. And they just snapped your thumb before the game. That was, that, my was a good, thumb, that was a good game day memory. My thumb was pointing. Like if you hold your hand palm out in front of you, my thumb was pointing back at me. Yeah. <laughs> Because you can totally, you can totally see that because the ball, like the nose of the ball, just hit you square in the thumb. <laughs> yeah, I almost passed out when I saw it. It was Dude, not that good. That was awesome. But, but uh, yeah, sorry, guess I had, what? I had, to, I had to get TCU to get the get them the fuck out of here. Yeah, so. they're fired. But hey, side note, I did pop my thumb back in place, put it in the cooler with all the beers for I like thirty that. minutes, and we went to the game. We went to the game, and we won. That was in like the Clint Trickett, Kevin White days of West Virginia. Yep, good, the good oh, old we are, days. We are seeing we are seeing better days. Yes. Um, one last one last thing I want to touch on, Marcus. I hate to go back. You had a kind of a rough week, but that's okay. We're going to bounce right back. All right. So I know where you're going. We we rolled out a new pick, the Exospheric <laughs> Lock. And we didn't quite make it to the exosphere. We we, we hung out in the mesosphere, we, thermosphere. Yeah, we're, we're I think we I think we were more in the troposphere. Dude, the troposphere, the troposphere is really low, bro. It's the lowest one. Yeah, we were fifty eight. We we're at least in the mesosphere. <laughs> Come on, don't don't give me the troposphere. Jesus Christ. Okay, all right, I'll give you the mesosphere, but. Yeah, I mean that was uh, no one was expecting TC or TTU to come out and just dick stamp Oklahoma State the way they did. Oklahoma State's fraud; they're in the fraud zone. Yeah, fraud um, alert, hard fraud. Anyway, alert. let's just do ourselves a favor. We're just going to shake everything off. We're just going to here we go. Okay. Be good. All right, yeah, we're good. Sorry, I'd really shake it off. Yeah, yeah, you gotta. So, let's go ahead. Um, let's get into some new picks. Let me go. Let me kick it off. Yeah. Let me kick it off, bitch. Kick it. Kick All it. right. Pick one. Team that we've picked, they've won for us already. So, I'm going to go back to them. I'm going to recycle teams. Syracuse, plus 25 at Clemson. Here is why. Syracuse wow. has combined, only given up 28 points their last two opponents. Clemson has a starting quarterback, freshman. I know he's supposed to be like fucking glory child he looks like sunshine from remember the titans i don't care i still don't think he's going to come in and be as efficient as he normally is because i think syracuse has got some athletes on the defensive side of the ball and syracuse covers 
You heard it here first. It's 21 and a half right points, now. right? 25 points. So Ooh. Syracuse if Syracuse defense shows up, just just give me a little, just give me a little bit. Give me give me Syracuse, give me two touchdowns. Syracuse has speed, dude. They can they can hang with big time teams just because so, they have and, speed. And I, I'm not trying to really like jump cannonball into this, but I I like Syracuse to get like to keep this fairly close. Like I think it's going to be a pretty good game. I think Clemson's obviously going to win, but I don't see it going. I don't see it being a 20 point spread. Well, I say I, 14. I think another part about that game that is going to impact things is the locker room because Kelly yes. Kelly Bryant has been dethroned as the starting quarterback. Dabo Sweeney's putting in the freshman, and Kelly Bryant said, peace, bitches, I'm out of this. And I can't blame him yeah. because he's been a successful quarterback, took him to the playoff. Uh, I Honestly, I it, it's one of those things I feel like they knew this was going to happen coming up. This kid has been so overhyped. And you've got guys in the locker room who have gone to a playoff with Kelly Bryant, and now they're watching – this freshman who honestly looks like my little sister come in to lead the team. I just don't know if they're going to be all on the same page this week. So I, I really, like I mean, 20, 25 is a lot of points. I, I just think Syracuse defense needs to show up a little bit. Syracuse give me like two touchdowns and boom, baby. That's a fucking cover. That's my first one. Love that. Pick. What do you got? Love that got? pick. I'll go with another college. Um, this is actually, this still has some variables, but I still like it because I think one of those teams is trash. Remember how you said you like to invest against shitty football teams? Well, here we go. Yeah, I think, I think, I think I know what pick this is from you and I'm, I think this is the stay woke pick of the week for you. This is definitely, you've been woke on this team for a while. Stay woke. Definitely a pick of the week, but I like Duke minus four and a half. At home versus Virginia Tech. This Virginia Tech team came out and they beat the scrub squad of Florida State week one. And ever since, just because they played a primetime game and won, everyone's been saying that they're the real deal. Guess what? They're not. They're a bunch of freshmen out there. They have one of the youngest defenses in the country when it comes to Division One football. And guess what? Duke is a well-coached team. They also yeah. have... This is where the controversy comes in. An NFL caliber quarterback who is a very... I was extremely impressed with him, especially uh, at that Northwestern game. Unfortunately, he did suffer a broken collarbone on his non-throwing shoulder. So he did practice this week. It has been unannounced if he will play. The good news is his backup has played nearly as well. So this, to me, I see Duke as just a well-coached program up and down. And they know how to play ball. I see Virginia Tech as overrated, unexperienced, and they will not be able to stay on the field with Duke as they travel. And uh, I love Duke four and a half, minus four and a half. You know what? That was the most confident pitched pick I've ever heard, I think. Just, Just the calmness in your voice pitching that. Like, I love it. I think, who'd, wait, Virginia Tech. Who they just lose the old Dominion, right? They blew one for sure. Definitely blew one. I don't. I don't even remember. Yeah. Old Dominion. I'm almost positive is Old Dominion. And Old Dominion had like the coolest fucking like touchdown celebration ever, where two guys like jumped through the air and did like the through the legs high five. 
It was so sick. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think uh, Virginia Tech is trash, and I don't like Virginia Tech. Old Dominion just didn't beat Virginia Tech. Sorry, I just looked it up. They fucked Virginia Tech. Dude, it was 49-35, Old Dominion. Dude, look for Duke to have a big week this week. I yeah. love that. Stay woke. Love that Stay pick, woke pick bro. of the week. Stay woke pick of the week. All right, hold on. I'm going to crack a beer before I rattle off my next college pick because I'm Ooh, pretty good about I heard that. Was that, a, was that a uh, 20-ouncer? This is a 16 ounce silver bullet, baby. Coors Light didn't sound did not sound like a 12 ouncer when that when that's 16 16 ounce. I knew it was in the 16 to 20 ounce range for sure. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm taking Kentucky at home as a pick'em against South Carolina, and I'm going to say this: they've beaten them four years in a row. This year they're going to make it five. That's all I'm going to say. I think Kentucky's legit. Let's go for five in a row, Kentucky. Next pick. Whoa. No analysis needed. On Let's that go. One. Next pick. That is Fuck f- South Carolina. Phenomenal. Great. I'm going to rattle off another one. We're going to switch things to the NFL. I hope you guys got your notepads out because we're fucking moving. <laughs> I've got the Lions. Matt Stafford. Matt Patricia and company traveling to... The Dallas, Texas Stadium, Dallas, 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 Dallas. A little story. Can we give, can yeah. we give a prerequisite little, on why we were saying little Dallas? little story? Uh, we, me and Marcus, grew up in in St. Louis, and uh, we had a neighbor uh, a few houses down. Um, it was our buddy Juwanza, Juwanza's dad, Herschel. Um, they were a black family, and and they gave us our soul. They kind of showed us some some soul. They, you know, we played basketball with them a lot. Yeah, me me and Jawanza had many one on one battles growing up. We celebrated Kwanzaa together one time. Yeah, we did. It there, was awesome. Herschel was my fucking guy. But I love that guy. But anyway, we would always shoot hoops over at Jawanza's place, and Herschel. Loved him, the Cowboys, and he was he was probably like in the peak of his fandom, like when the Cowboys were really fucking rocking it, like in the early nineties. <laughs> yes. So so every time he spotted up for a jumper, he would just say, "Dallas." He'd come outside, Dallas. boys, boys. Oh, Dallas! Right as he released it, and yeah. he just walked and he away, would, and he would wet it every time. It was always just <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> Dallas. And then we would All go right. and then we would go play Dreamcast and guess who we would play with? Yeah. Dallas. Dude, we don't, Dallas. We always play. <laughs> Pat Summerall live from Texas Stadium. We always used to say. <laughs> dude, shout out Herschel. Shout yeah, out Herschel. Dude. Herschel, if you ever listen to this shit, man, I fucking love you, dude. Yeah, he's the one of the best dudes ever. Anyway, I, I, hate, I hate to say it, Herschel, but I like my Lions plus three in Dallas this weekend. <laughs> because guess what? Guess what? The Lions are running the ball pretty well. Matthew Stafford found his little swag. He had a shit opening to the season, but I think he's going to turn things around. And I also think the play calling for Dallas right now is in the gutters. I don't think they're going to they're they're kind of cornering themselves in their skill sets. They're for one, they have no receiver. There's there's no one to throw the ball to and you have an already limited passer with Dak. So um the O-line's not as good as they've been. They, you know, they used to have this powerhouse O line. They have some really bad metrics on offense in terms of predictability. Like they're running the ball more on first down than any team in the NFL. They're putting Dak in bad positions to throw the ball in obvious passing downs, which was where defenses are just going to pin their ears back. 
Um, I don't see this changing. I think I, I honestly think Dallas, um, for better or for worse, they're a hard-headed team. They're going to execute things the way they want, and if if it's not necessarily going the way they want, they're still going to run their system. Um, I like Lions to come in here and keep the momentum they have going. Add an underdog at plus three. I'm going to bet Lions plus three this weekend. Love it. I mean, I think Dallas. They just Dallas. They don't. <laughs> they Dallas. don't look very good. Dallas. They. They just don't look very good, man. I. I don't even know if it's Dak's fault. If it's Lions' fault. They're just. I think the Lions are a better team. Um. I'm going to go to an NFL pick, and then we'll get into the lack of the week and the dog of the week. We're moving quick this week, people. There's a game on. We're trying to watch it, and we're going to get back to the important shit of just getting picks in and winning some money. So here we go. My my NFL pick is Jaguars minus 7.5 against the New York Jets. I think the New York Jets started – it was like a, oh, we're going to be good. Oh, no, we're the same shitty dumpster fire New York Jets we've always been. Um, I think the Jets are trash. I think Sam Darnold has a lot of room to grow. And that Jacksonville defense, oh, my God. They are really, really good. So Jacksonville beats the shit out of New York on the defensive end of the ball. Blake Bortles does his thing, whatever that is. Throws a couple touchdowns, just does what he needs to do. He might fix it. They win 27. Nah, they'll they'll win 24 to 24 to 10. He knows the score. 24 10, Jags. He knows the score. I know it's it's really easy to pick when you know scores before you pick them. Next pick. All right, we're rolling. We're steamrolling. Steamrolling. We're going to the dog of the week. No, not yet. Not yet. We still have more. Wait, we still oh, have shit. more. Sorry, still bro. More. Still more. God, we damn, have another. Just, I have another. this ball rolling. It's hard to stop. We have, oh, say, we have two more NFL picks, and then you have an, you have an over for us, right? I do not have an over. We have all line picks this week. What about the TCU Iowa State over? I do. That could be like a, a eh, consolation eh. pick. Yeah, I've, like- had, I've had three. I've had my three picks this week. Oh, okay. If I had to pick a fourth, yes. So I have. Iowa, so I haven't Iowa had a third. No, oh, you have. Shit. Your last well, one. I still have two more. I like. Fuck. Well, I know which one you put down here. Okay. Uh, which one did I tell you? Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay. All right. All right. We're gonna do Chiefs. I'll go with the Chiefs. Actually, fuck yeah, the Chiefs. This is why I like the Chiefs. Listen up. <laughs> so we're a Chiefs podcast. We've already we've already came out as that. I'm huge on the Chiefs. Very big. After week Massive. one, when I was like, "Hey, Chiefs, show me show me what you got. Show me what you got." They fucking they've been showing me what they got. Yeah, it's big too. It's big. Yeah, might be too big. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Chiefs few reasons i like them here i actually had a buddy i have a um we're doing a super contest format uh pick them league with a bunch of guys and i i'm always the first person to submit my pick so everyone sees my picks and i and i threw up chiefs minus five about as quickly as i could when i saw the line and uh Someone someone messaged me, hey, that's that's an, an interesting pick you got there. And I said, oh, is it? He's like, oh, Mile High Stadium on the road. It's a tough place to play. Oh, well, I would disagree with you, sir, because guess what? This Chiefs team is flying so high. And the Denver secondary, a lot of people see Denver as like this defensive team because they their face guy is Von Miller because he's a pass rusher. But guess what? He can't cover... Tyreek Hill when he's running 
down the sideline when he's running the kind of routes that the system Andy Reid has put in. They're going to carve up this holy secondary. And I don't, I honestly don't get minus five at all. You know what's crazy? I just checked the line, like literally as you were talking. It's Chiefs minus four now. Great. Even better. Even better. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I'm going to give, I'm going to save you a point there. Yeah. Let's do, yeah. We'll take minus four. Great. Yeah. It's here. I just saw it. I just, uh, I just, I hate. I just my only thing here is that I don't hope well I I hope that we don't end up in a scenario like last season where the Chiefs come out red hot and then a few defenses figure out what they need to do to to kind of counteract what's going on there. They they uh they they're making it look way too easy and they have way too much talent for this to be a fluke. Like it's going to take a really good team to beat the Chiefs. Like I'm serious. Like the Chiefs I mean, dude, they they're the best team in the AFC right now. I mean, it I don't think it's I mean, you could make arguments for other teams, but the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC right now. I I absolutely a lot of people are saying Chiefs Rams in the Super Bowl. I don't know. I think that's kind of chalky. I think that's kind of just like, you know, exciting to think about. I would trust me, I would love to see a Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. I mean, either these fucking Whatever it'd be sixty five to fucking fifty eight, it'd be awesome to watch. But um, you know, we'll see. I just, I just hope Andy Reid's got enough magic in that playbook to keep people guessing, and 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 that the offense doesn't become a one trick pony. It doesn't look like that to me, though. I, I, it just doesn't. I, that's why I'm gonna roll Chiefs again. Let's move on. We are ready. We are unfortunately took a hit by a by some scrubs by TCU who really fucked us but army our army stood up for us we we came out um, pretty much even on our on our mega locks for the week but i'm going to go ahead and kick things off here with our dog of the week and we got another big one a really big one and super super i can't believe i'm doing this because i fucking hate tennessee vols i hate their fans i, I hate those pieces dude they are delu- tennessee, they are delusional let's... pieces of shit who's who who have no like they just don't know what football is but guess what i'm gonna pick them this week they're, they're getting 30 they're getting 31 and a half points they're going on the road uh to, to face georgia who's number two I actually don't think Georgia is going to outlast. I don't think they're going to make it to the the championship. I just don't. I don't think they're that good of a team. But I will say this: I think I think Auburn and LSU are both better than Georgia. I think I think that Tennessee they got walloped by Florida last week, and that's kind of why we're seeing this huge spread. But what what you if you watch the game, what you saw is that Tennessee had six turnovers and an absolutely horrendous field position differential. So this this spread, I think, is a little inflated based on those numbers. Um, if Tennessee can just show up a little bit, maybe they just get a little excited that they're playing a, a you know the top one in, one of the top three teams that they can show up, keep it keep it close for a quarter, and you can cover this one. So yeah, that's going to be my dog of the week. Plus 31 and a half, Tennessee Vols at the Georgia Bulldogs. <coughs> All right. I'm ready for this. Lock of the week. We've both been waiting for this lock of the week. So we can. So 
So I'm going to say something really quick. I got something I want to say. When you, when you take a loss in the lock of the week column, it doesn't feel very good. But there's one man in the sport of football who I turn to to bring me back the lock of the week. And that man's name is Will fucking Greer. My lock of the week, our lock of the week, the spread podcast lock of the week, the Will Greer podcast is West Virginia minus three and a half at Texas Tech in Lubbock, Texas at 11 a.m. Here's the deal. If I'm a betting man, which I am, I'm a big-time betting man, do I put my money with a freshman quarterback or do I put it in Will Greer's trust? You answer that question for me. Where would you put it, JL? Will Greer or a freshman? I don't I don't know if you're being serious with me right now. That is such a stupid question. Because it's pretty <laughs> well, obvious I'm to me. Serious. I, Will Greer I I actually have I, oh I I, I explained Explain to the listeners a little bit of a betting system last week. Well, guess what? I have a couple other betting systems I'm not necessarily yep. releasing to people. And guess what? The Will Greer betting system is one of them. And guess what? The Will Greer betting system hasn't lost yet. And guess There's what? Literally, literally, I've won money. Like I've been on top of weeks because I just bet on Will Greer in West Virginia, and they win me a shit ton of money, and then I'm good for the week. Right. What he, people, Will Greer at West Virginia is like 11-2 and two against the spread. And one game he didn't even play in because he snapped his finger. What people don't realize what people don't realize about Will Greer is that he could be an effective NFL quarterback right yes. now. There was an article that came out that said an interview with Will Greer, the NFL quarterback who's still in college. Because he's like 20, 22 years old. Like he's a fifth he's year senior. He's twenty three. He's twenty three. He's a fifth year senior. He's got a shit ton of maturity. He knows the game really well. Um and here's the thing. I don't know if, if Vegas has picked up on the speed of West Virginia's defense. I know that was a huge question mark coming in this year, but if it's not a fluke what they've done so far, this West Virginia defense is pretty fucking good. Um, I don't think Texas Tech is going to score in the 60s. I do think they're going to put up points, but I think Will Greer is going to light their shit up. He had They had the off week that maybe hurt a little bit of rhythm when the NC State game got canceled, threw for uh, five touchdowns against Kansas State, look for him to throw five or six this weekend in Lubbock, Texas. Will Greer, bring it home for me, baby. Yeah, I mean, you, you have an NFL caliber quarterback. With play- the best wide receivers in the country. Playing – with it with, uh, playing against a team who loves man to man, they like man to man. Good luck covering David Sills man to man. That dude is a problem. No, it's it's I, I a matchup wise. This this is like uh, th- this should be pretty. I don't know. It's just hilarious. West, West Virginia's. It's a scary game because Texas Tech looks good. West Virginia's defense. This is the fucking test right here. You come in and you show up. This is covered. Well, I'll tell you I one thing. No, I have no doubt in Will Greer. But JL, you literally, when I would text you during the week, oh, what do you think about West Virginia game? Will Greer. That's all you'd say. Be like, yeah, good fucking point. I'm betting on it. I mean, he's hard to bet against. I how could you bet against a quarterback like Will Greer right now? You don't. You don't. He's he's miles Damn and miles ahead against the spread. in terms of maturity, composure. He he just un, he. He's light years ahead of of all the other quarterbacks in in, in uh, college football, and you know whether or not he wins the Heisman, you know it, it it's kind of bullshit that you know I feel like Tua is probably going to win it just because yeah. you know it's Alabama, 
it's Alabama and they're going to be playing whatever. But if you want to look at the most dominating player in terms of having an impact on a team Dude, and their serious, success. Man. You take Will Greer off West Virginia, they are struggling to be a top 25 team. I, I'm not fucking joking with that. You take Tua, you put Jalen Hurts in Alabama's offense, they're probably still the number one team in the country. Well, I, I would argue that, you know, a lot of people would say, oh, if, well, if you take Will Greer out, you still have really good receivers. Well, guess what? When they West, did it last year. No, no, no. When West Virginia practices, guess who's playing quarterback at practice? It's Will fucking Greer. Their defenses are playing every single day against one of the best college quarterbacks in the last 15 years. They are getting good reps against good players every single day. A player like Will Greer is going to elevate your entire program. It's not just going to elevate your receivers. It's not just going to elevate your running backs because the D-backs are pulling off the line. It's going to elevate your entire program. And and I, f- I feel like people overlook, you know, the maturity that and 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 um, the deve- like how developed his play is, how that can really help a full team. Yeah. Well, we said it enough. West Virginia, if there's any if there's any guy in the world that I want to bring back, get us to 4 and 1 in lock of the weeks, it's Will Greer. He and that's is, all I got to say. I've told this to you, that's Marcus. That's all I got to say about that. That's my stone cold voice. <laughs> he is the chosen one to me. I I've told you this, Marcus, but he is a savior to me. And he is going <laughs> to win me a lot of money this year. He already has. He's already won me a lot. And yeah, he, he will continue to do so. Wow. Did we already tear through all those picks? We did, man. We were very efficient this week. Just we like were, we were last week piss, pissed us off. We were just a fucking freight train of picks tonight. Yeah. Um, we were as efficient as Will Greer will be against the Texas Tech defense on Saturday. Do you like that? Yes, I do. That's I like your little play on words there. Mm, yeah. All right. Well, hey, I guess that's fucking it. So. With that, I hope you guys, we all have a good week betting. We're going to fucking bounce back. We're going to kick the bookie in the balls, and we're going to slap him in the face. We're going to fuck, we'll fuck his girlfriend, too. Yeah, and then we'll have sex with his girlfriend. <laughs> and then he'll cry. And then, But he'll still want to... Then he'll pay us our money. Right, exactly. So let's have a good week betting. Have Enjoy the weekend of football. I know I am. I'm... I'm watching so the games. Been a long I'm, I'm actually going to the Michigan so game this weekend. We're seeing Michigan Wolverines. Going to the Cubs game on Sunday. Got a huge weekend. Very excited. You guys have a fucking awesome weekend. Marcus, you do the same. Yep. See you, brother. And talk to you next week. We will see you guys next Friday. I can't help the way you're raised Daddy's the pick. I tried to give it up. I can't give it
If I ain't make the channel, you ain't built like us The federal is fucking with my nigga tie It's black with me, go gang till a nigga die I feel I'm walking through here I swear to God I never tell They try to give a nigga the I tell my mama wish me well They got blood on that money and I still count it They got blood on that money and I still count it They got girl on that money and I still count it They got boy on that money, watch my nigga count it I know the devil is real, I know the devil is real I take a dose of them pills and I get real low in the field I fly to LA today and I live so high in the hills I shot a match with a bonus, I shot a bitch with a bonus I took the back on my harbor, niggas ain't sleeping with garlic. I took the pack out to Paris, me and that money got married. Me and that money got married. Devoted in everything, my niggas been everything. If I had deep inside a ship, yeah, we tryna get it. Ask me, do I know how to whip it? Yeah, fuck the witness. He got blood on that money, and I still count it. They got blood on that money and I still count it I can't help the way I'm raised up That is the pink, I try to give it up I can't give it up She put me out and it was ugly I made a million dollars, say she love me The way she did me, it destroyed me Yeah, I kept it real with the shorty I've been going wild for party, nigga know what's poppin' with me I can go from car to car, these bitches quarter million at least Two thousand for the shoes, I keep some shit on my feet I'm piling in the mood to fuck your bitch on the beach I drive down to school and I get money like me Send a drink and send a driver just to get something to eat You see how things change? I came from cocaine They got blood on that money and I still count They got blood on that money and I still count I can't help the way I'm raised up That Easter pink, I try to give it up I can't give it up I hang with her